grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the show, I'll give you a quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. One of my favorite things to do was to hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in trouble, reminisce about old stories, and just be an overall great drinking buddy. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Reminisce about old crazy shenanigans. Normally, I would be joined by a guest. This week is no different. <laughs> All the way from the Midwest via New York City. Podcaster, comedian, actor, model, all sorts, jack of all trades, if you will. Amanda Lundy. Yeah, that's <sighs> me. <sighs> and the crowd goes wild. I know. I got to figure out a better way to do no, that. No, I love it. I like it. Um, you are the creator of the 86th podcast. Plug everything up front because that is something I keep forgetting to do. So, no, yeah. Your podcast... Um, you have two. Yep, I have two. So one is retired because my podcast partner um, moved to L.A. Son um, of a bitch. To be some hot shot. And um, so, yeah, the 86 podcast, uh, super fun. Uh, it's still we, up, though, right? It's still up. Yeah, okay. you can still listen to it. But um, we would review old like um, Yelp reviews, like restaurant Yelp reviews, and just make fun of them. Uh, super fun. And then I have the Monday morning happy hour, which I do with my partner, Noah. And we just share like good news, happy news. And I also have a YouTube channel that have Boom. Yes, nine subscribers for yes. Air horn, air horn. So that's called Slightly Bitter. And I make like at home cocktails. That's actually a very good idea. We've all seen Tipsy Bartender. Yeah, exactly. Got a rival kind of like that. Kind of like that. I mean, I like slightly to think, bitter. I like to think that my rival is uh, Stanley Tucci because he does the same. He does like a. I don't know if it's like. A <laughs> I don't YouTube even know what that means. No. So Stanley Tucci, he like does like an at-home cocktail. I think it may be a masterclass now. Oh like, really? Yeah. Like, Tucci. Uh, yeah, he's know. got a masterclass on cocktails. You've been in the industry doing this for years. Yeah, like twenty years. Yeah, but I'm so old. Stanley Tucci, you know. Yep. Hey, shout out to the Tucci. I love Dude. the Tucci. Well, welcome to the party, man. You yeah. know, like, I love your little bald head and your glasses. You do your thing. Uh, Devil Wears Prada, Stanley Tucci. Stop. Favorite. Oh, my God. Oh my I God. just rewatched that movie. I watch it all the time. You did not. Savannah, friend of the show, the love of my life, has it on E a lot. Yeah. And it'll just replay. Like, yeah. certain movies just replay. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen one movie about being single that I don't even remember the name to. Okay. Like, I've seen the middle of it like 17 times. <laughs> never caught the beginning. Still never don't caught know the what end. The movie is. Don't know what it's called. I know that um, Judd Apatow's wife is in it. Leslie. Man. Yeah. Um, and Rebel Wilson is in it. And the <gasps> Anders from Workaholics is in it. Dude, I feel like I know this He's, movie. He like, plays a bartender. Anyway. So I'm I've certain seen I know this movie. Devil Wears Prada is also on repeat on that channel yep. so that tucci i love that one i love that and so His subtle digs oh where he just looks at her and he goes she's like oh i'm a six and he looks he goes eight I'm like, <laughs> yeah that's right bitch it's like maybe maybe this will fit yeah you. if we like, what does he say if we use fishing line I'm and grease crisco. you up yeah, yeah. crisco oh, <laughs> i used to have every word of that movie memorized it was one it. of like the like the dvds in like college that you're just oh, like, oh yeah i guess like i'll just 
Leave this Throw in. this on, yeah. God, we are old. Talking about DVDs in college. I know, right? I have people who come on here, and I'm like, because I graduated from college in 2012, and I took an extra year, mm-hmm. and I, I had a guest on, I think it was Billy Hawkman. He's like, yeah, so I went to college, graduated in 2019, and I was like, Excuse what? me? I dated a girl like, when I was a senior who was a freshman because I was young for a senior and she was old for a freshman. I always try to justify. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you don't really need weird. to justify but that to me. She but... was class of 2009 and I was uh-huh. like, God, that's so that's that's way young. Yeah, that's And then he's like, young. yeah, I graduated college in 2019. And I was like, what are you talking I, about? I guess you I'm just sound gonna, crazy. I guess I'm just going to die then. I guess that's <laughs> the next thing on the list. But let's talk about you. Okay. So thank you for doing the show. Hey, thanks so for having happy me. happy you're here. Um, you and I got to talking because we do work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and I had gotten to talking about uh, like just New York, why I moved to New York for comedy and stuff. And then you just randomly were like, oh, yeah, I do comedy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And in my head, I'm thinking like, well, I mean, like do comedy. And then you had mentioned you had podcasts and you, you've done comedy all over the city. And then you were like, oh, and then I would. I was like, oh, you're being for real. <laughs> because, you know, there's you some thought people it was a bit, done, yeah. Well, and there's some people who've done like three open mics and they're like, yeah, I do comedy too. And I've told hundreds of those stories on this show. About, Honestly, I, nothing drives me more crazy. And I'm, I'm like, you are, call yourself a comedian when you've done one open mic. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Like, I mean, I have you, a bit about changing all my social media handles to Brennan T. Comedy after my second open no. mic. <laughs> change my workplace to at stand up comic. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's something that can be frustrating, and it's one of those things. I say it all the time on the show, but there's a difference between people who do comedy mm-hmm. and comedians. Yeah, and you know, there's people who do comedy, which is fine. Like if that's your hobby, if that's something you just like like to do, that's awesome. But then there are people who literally have uprooted their entire life, sacrificed, turned down jobs and opportunities because it's like, no, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just need enough to survive over here. And we talk about it at work all the time. It's like, I really like my job. I love the environment. I love how much money we make. But if I got a call tomorrow from someone that I kind of know and they're like, hey, I'm going on tour. I want you to open. I'd be like, sorry, guys, I quit. Quit. Like, that's it. Yeah. And it's one of those things where that's all that matters. Yeah. And so you and I got to talking and this comes full circle because you moved here Mm -hmm. from the Midwest, Wisconsin. That's right. Chasing a dream. That's right. Um, tell everybody kind of when did because you also do acting, you do modeling. So mm-hmm. when were you doing this stuff in Wisconsin? What brought you to New York? Like what? How did that all like happen? Like when did you start doing comedy? When did all that like occur? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. So <laughs> I, gr- I get to talk about me. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I could do this all day. Um, so when I moved or when I graduated from college. You know, I graduated college? Uh, UW Lacrosse, University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. So it's like the sister school to UW Madison. I don't know if you know any of the Midwest. Oh, I know Madison. Okay, so yeah, I grew up just outside because that's of a real school. It's a real school, yeah. And then I, I have never heard of UW Lacrosse. Yeah, I guess it's like the one that you go to if you. Don't when you say Madison. sister school, all I think of is that movie Accepted, with um. Uh, God damn it. Jonah Hill's in it. Uh, um, uh, Justin Long. Yes. And okay. he and he goes, the South Harmon Institute of Technology, <laughs> the school he made up. And he goes, yeah, it's the, the sister school to <laughs> South Harmon. God, I wish or I had made Harmon. up my college. That would have been so awesome. You know how easy it would, would have been to just make up 
college. Well, why, after watching like, that movie, I was like, oh, that doesn't seem that difficult. It really like, doesn't. Like, I mean, at least the letter. But do you think anybody's checking? Dude, do you know? Okay, don't tell anybody this, okay? Uh, I got a funny story about All this, right. too. So I, I, needed, I moved to San Diego at one point, and I needed a... Um, a letter of employment saying that I was employed, even though I had like $25,000 in the bank. And wow. I could have, Hot well, shot. listen, it's gone now. So <laughs> I drank it away. I ate a bunch of burritos and drank a lot. But I uh, was like, oh, you, I need a letter of employment to get this apartment. So I drafted up my own letter of employment and like put my friend's name down, put his phone number down. And I was like, that was shockingly easy. To how do you think we're getting, how do you think we're recording in this apartment? It was so <laughs> Because I worked at a different restaurant in Florida, so they had all my paperwork, yeah. but they were like, you need a letter of employment for New York. Yeah. So I called the place I was going to. I had a job, and yeah. I called them, and they go, oh, well, you technically haven't started yet, and corporate deals with all that, and blah, blah, blah. So I just, I told Savannah, I go, I don't know what I'm going to do, and she goes, just write a fucking letter. Write the letter. And then... <laughs> And she was right. She goes, just put your boss's number. If they have any questions, they can call your new GM and he'll right. explain it to them. Yeah. Um, Which they probably won't nobody do. Nobody call. I was talking to someone. She'll, rename, she'll remain nameless, mm-hmm. but she's been on the show, but she has a job in corporate America. She might be my older sister, but she was like, <laughs> she was telling me when I finished school, because like my grades, the last like two years I was in college were horrific. Yeah. And I was like freaking out because I was thinking like I wanted to go get a regular job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because they're going to check my transcript. And she goes, Brennan, I have applied to nine places out of college. One, one even asked to get my di- one even asked for a confirmation that I had a diploma. Right. Only one. Yeah. Out of the nine places she applied. She goes. Nobody gives a shit. No one's checking on that shit. If you are confident enough to put it on your like resume and then you go in and you seem app like you seem like you know what you're talking about, they're like, all right, cool. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, man. We're not like we got stuff to do. We're not gonna call these people. Yeah. Like, no. It's so it's that's hilarious that you did your own letter of employment. I it's did, like I've got plenty of money in the bank, guys. Like, like trust me. Rule everybody relax, okay? Let me just draft up this letterhead. <laughs> so you go to uh the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. We're just going to call it UW. Sure, yeah. We're not going to call it cross. <laughs> Sounds like you went to some weird... Anyway, I was going to make a joke, but a little inappropriate. You know what happens to lacrosse players. Oh. Uh, Do I? What happens? They get accused of sexual assault all the time. Oh, is that what happens? I thought that was that swimmers. Was, no. Oh, swimmers too, I guess. Oh, I damn. Let's, kinda let's get off this topic. All right. Uh, so what... You grow up in Wisconsin. You're going there. And then what happens? You graduate. Yeah, I graduated. Degree and in arts, I would assume. I have a marketing degree and a Spanish degree. I did not see that marketing degree. Yeah, coming. baby. Normally, everyone <laughs> I have on this podcast, when they're like, "Yeah, I went to college," it's always like, "And I studied film." It's like, oh god. Well, and so my dad was like, "You're gonna get a business degree." Like, I wanted to go for art. I was like, "I'm gonna be an art major." He was like, no. "The fuck you are." Yeah. That's cute. Absolutely not. Uh, so I went to school for business and graduated and all my friends were getting jobs in like corporate America. And this yeah. is 2009. And like the world is just crumbling. Like, oh, yeah. Everybody the... got hired. Everybody got laid off before they could even start. Like it was crazy. So I was like, I might go backpack Europe. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went. Get out of town. Yeah, really? Yeah. So I lived. Economy's in, in the tank. Whatever. Yeah. I'll go to Europe. Dude, you're going to hate this. I went to Europe for months with $2,000. Really? Yeah. I don't hate that. I didn't eat for like 
long stretches of time oh, just I'm like sure chain ate. smoking uh, cigarettes uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yes i ate dick the whole time i was there uh no it's like chain smoking cigarettes and i'm like i don't feel good i'm an artist, I'm an artist. leave me be leave me be i'm an artist yeah. papa <laughs> but yeah and i moved to dc and started doing stand-up there so you started and- stand-up first because like I, I i did mention and you just were doing a a French film you were just working on mm-hmm, yep. this past week. So yeah. you stand up was the first thing. Stand up and sketch kind of almost simultaneously oh, because I, I know you hate sketch. Uh, hate sketch. But wait, I started uh, doing sketch with my sketch group in DC and a bunch of them were stand up comedians and yeah. they're like, just come do stand up with us. And I was like, all right. So like it was kind of. So and hand then hand. that's kind of that was your introduction into the world of comedy. Pretty much. Were you a big fan of comedy? I always liked it because some I have some people who are like, yeah, I was a student of comedy, like how I am. And like Dan Lamore talked about it and a few mm-hmm. others. And then I have people who were like, well, I really liked like comedy movies and TV. And then I have people who were like, no, I just really like attention. So what, <laughs> what kind of category were you in? I mean, well, I was definitely that child that would like have everybody sit in the living room and watch me do a dance. Yeah, there you, you go. know, like I like love attention. And my mom is always like, would you just shut the fuck? Oh really? Uh, like, I talk about it, but my dad was the my dad would be like, "Do the thing, do the oh, thing." Oh really? Oh, yeah. that sounds awesome. Uh, like, mm, no, yeah. he's like, dance for dinner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I kind of loved comedy my whole life, but I never we were never exposed to like stand up or anything yeah. like that. So you just knew you liked to make people laugh. Yeah, and then I found one of my brother's CDs. It was a <laughs> It was a Dane Cook CD. Harmful of Swallowed. Yeah, That's the reason I started comedy. Yes. That album. And I... Talk I, about it all the time. Dane gets a lot of shit, but that is one of the funniest yeah, albums. Yeah, I'm like driving to college and I like, I'm like, well, I don't know what this is, but I popped it in, listened to it, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is... They're all wet and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, a tire hit her in the face. A tire? <laughs> I can't believe I even remember those Hell jokes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so. Just want to stand outside and watch it burn with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that might be shoes? his next album. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "This is awesome." I I've never <laughs> probably in the house <laughs> on fire. What are you doing out here? Fucking think for yourselfer. <laughs> oh, I got to a house and it was fully on fire. Fuck that! I just stand outside and watch it burn with everybody else. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. No, it's awesome. I love it. Um, Just wanted to be the hose guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, we're good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm listening to the CD and I'm like crying, laughing as I'm driving, and I'm like, this is, this is entertainment to me. Yeah. Like this is the. Oh, I didn't even make it. Uh, this is the dream, you know. And I'd always I wrote an essay in high school. Basically, we did like a free writing exercise and you could write about whatever you wanted. And I ended up just kind of writing the halfway through. I was like, I just want to make people laugh. That's all I ever want to do. Okay, so you knew. Yeah, I was like 18 or something like that. And I was like, all I ever want to do is make people laugh. Like it's the the greatest joy that anyone can experience, I think, is making other people laugh. And And it's interesting to me, which I've got to stop saying it's interesting or funny thing about that. (laughs) I listen back to some old podcasts. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) You have two phrases. Uh, Same. But I do think it is curious how comics are. I can speak for myself for sure. I am one of the most self-involved, self-centered people I know. Mm -hmm. That's being a comic and being an addict. But I 
bringing other people joy through having the attention on me is something that I can never get enough of. It's a win for everybody. Yeah, so it's it's weird because it's like, well, yeah, I want you all watching me, but I want you entertained by what I'm doing. I want you happy at me. So it's like this weird cycle of like... Look at me, but you feel good. But look at me, but you feel but good. But still feel good. But you feel good. And all eyes on me. Did you watch the Bo, Bo Burnham? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Of course. Anytime I say all eyes on me, and I'm like, all eyes on me. I love Bo. Oh, me too. Have you ever heard Art is Dead from uh, Words, Words, Words? I don't think so. Oh, great song. Yeah? Talk, yeah, it talks basically about how... Like what we talk about on this show when it comes to stand up and stuff like that, he condenses down into like a three minute song. It's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He'll but have to send it to me. I will. He, um, so Bo, no. Uh, <laughs> what if I just did the rest of the show as Bo Burnham? I probably could swing it. I've seen a lot of his shit. But yeah, right. <laughs> God, that'd be interesting. Uh, God, I gotta stop saying that. So. <laughs> you go to college, you get out, you move to DC, you yeah. start sketch. Yeah. Because you're a loser, and then you start doing stand up because <laughs> yeah. you're a real person. Yep. You become a real, real. I'm a real boy. Uh, real boy and then, now. and then, what, what makes you go from DC? Why did you go to DC in the first place? That sounds stupid, but I thought if I moved directly to New York, that it would chew me up and spit me out. I okay, like, so I you think go it was from too much city, for Wisconsin me. to DC. Europe. Well, yeah, to DC, yeah, and then New York. And when did you start doing the acting and modeling and all that stuff? Um, pretty, pretty early on. Like I had my own. Was that New York or DC? Uh, all in New York. Okay. Uh, mostly, yeah, mostly acting and and all comedy related things. So I like you know I did improv and I did sketch and all of these yeah. things. And then uh, one of my Not friends related, was like, yeah. one of my friends was like, you know, you should try doing fitness modeling. And I was like, ah, I'll try it out. You know. Yeah. And um, been I've got Instagram. I, know I got Instagram. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I was like, I got OnlyFans 10 years ago. Did you? No. Oh. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I was like, whoa. 86 podcasts and OnlyFans. Still don't, up. Don't tell anybody. Retired, but still up. <laughs> but still up. You can see half a nipple in one image. There you go. There you go. Um, That's how I get paid the medium bucks. So, the medium bucks. <laughs> That's, uh, and that kind of led to where you're at now? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, and I dabbled in between, uh, had, you know, desk jobs and yeah. being like, you know what, you know, I'm not, I'm not making it as, as well as I think I should be. And I got actually, story of my entire life. Oh my God, dude, I got, I was doing stand up in Chicago and when I, and at, as I was about to go on stage, I got the review for one of my shows and it was like, not good and then as i walked up on stage i was like are you ready to laugh oh god i don't even read comments on social media I you could, can't no you can't it's Fuck. very bad not to say i health. get a lot of comments because i don't i'm not as savannah loves to reinforce in my head i am not a public figure yet but <laughs> you don't have your blue check mark uh, one of the biggest fights we ever got in no way yeah Really? What was yeah, we were out to dinner about? and her she goes, you should probably set your Instagram to private because then people are more likely to engage because it's something I say all the time. Something given has no value. So if people can just they don't even have to follow you, they can just look at your profile and then leave. 
then they don't need to follow you. Then why would they follow you? And so she goes, maybe if you set it to private, more people would engage with you. And I, and then I said, well, I can't set it to private. I'm a public figure. <laughs> and at the time, she had more followers than I did. And she, you know, we both don't even have a thousand. She goes, Brennan, I have more followers than you. You're not a public figure. And I lost no. my mind. I only lost it because she she knows, like, what I'm trying to accomplish and the like I'm trying to reach as many people as I can yeah. with my story and make them laugh at tragedy and all that stuff. So she understands what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And the way she said it was very much like chill out, bro. Right. And I right. fucking lost it. <laughs> like Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. I fucking <laughs> lost it. Oh man. I mean, well, how many followers do you have now? Can you tell me? Yeah, like eight thirty nine. Not that I checked okay. it constantly. <laughs> not that I checked it two minutes ago. Yeah, all the time. I had eight thirty six. Then I met a couple people at the stand last night. Now I'm eight thirty nine, baby. Yeah, baby. On our way to a thousand. Yes. Gotta get there. Why do you? Do you I can't believe you actually read a review of one of your shows before you went up. I have like no, right before. Well, it wasn't like, like, like um, your phone, and then you're like, oh, I suck at life. Well, it was the before the time of phones. Before the time of phones. Well, it wasn't just like um somebody watching it wasn't like a commenter or whatever it was the people like it was like the ucb like approval board Oof. yeah that's rough it was rough and i was like i was like they're gonna love it i'm gonna get this long run for my show it's gonna be great and they're like it was kind of bad uh-huh. <laughs> and i was like no okay so what it feels so good what happened with um so you moved to New York, you're doing all sorts of stuff, you're kind of running around just hustling. And then what cuz when I spoke to you, you're like, "Yeah, I've done comedy at UCB, I've I've done comedy at the Cellar." And I was like, "Oh. Well, like, and you've done that, comedy." Well, and the when when I was at the Cellar was like a like a promo kind of show. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like it wasn't like a headliner at the cellar. No, I understand that, but, but still. But yeah, it was really great. And but it was in March of 2020. And yeah. the first show, so we did it two weeks. Um and the first one, awesome. Like the crowd is there. They're like having such a good time. It was so awesome. And then And are you thinking I don't mean to cut you off, no. but are you thinking at this point like Okay, now we're going to start, like, you got the 86 podcast, this is happening, like, we're gaining momentum, yeah. like, here we go. and I do, I I often feel times uh, when, this is going to sound corny, but, like, I feel the universe, like, pushing me, they're like, yeah, see, like, it's not going to be easy. Because well, I talked to you about that, and you're how... like, yeah, I finally started getting momentum, and yeah. then. And then, you know, the second show, there was, like, 20 people there, maybe. There's a plague. And there's a plague and then the world just and I think the next week I got laid off from my job and I like flew back home, stayed with my parents for four months. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we were up here March 7th of 2020 looking for apartments because we were supposed to move in 2020. And Will um, Sylvance over at the cellar, he hosts a lot of shows there. He came out in gloves and a mask and was like making a joke about it. Yeah. And I was like, I remember telling Savannah, like, I studied history and political science. Like, the government's not going to stop the economy. Like, they've never done that in the history of this country. Mm -hmm. All they care about is money. There's no way they're going to cut off the income. Like, that's impossible. And then a week later, she got a call from work. Like, your transfer's off. We're shutting it down. Yeah. And we were in Florida, so we were only out of work for, like, six weeks. And then they called us back. But I can't imagine... You're doing the cellar. You have this first show. It's great. 
gaining steam, yeah. and then it's just over. Just over. It was just over. So like, how did you and, cope with that? Well, so and that was the thing. So I'm down. So my parents, God bless them. Such good God bless them. God bless them. Um, they lived down in Arizona. So immediately I was on the next flight out. Like next day I got yeah. the call and I called my parents. I was like, I just got laid off. They're telling us it's going to be three weeks. And they're all like, get on the next plane. Get out of New York. Did you take uh, one way? Yes. Didn't even look for a round Didn't trip. even. Nope. I was like one way. I was down there the next afternoon. And uh, yeah, I was down there for four months. But like eventually you're. You start to be like, I want to, and I'm writing jokes as I'm down there. I'm by the pool, yeah. you know, drinking rosé. I like writing jokes. Well, and This is something just logistically that yeah. fascinates me because we weren't out of work that long. I know all the effort it took to get unemployment in Florida. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have an apartment? Are you, because especially up here, like the prices are insane. Absolutely. Like in Florida, I could pay my half of the rent with one week of unemployment. Up here, it would take like three. Well, and that's a really good point, and that's why a lot of people got in. It was a dicey situation because depending on how much you're paying and you know how much your unemployment is, it can get really scary really quickly. I was fortunate, well, you know, fortunate, unfortunate, uh, that I had. I was living with my best friend and her boyfriend in a two bedroom apartment, so my rent was like six hundred bucks. Oh, okay, so you were so, one of the lucky ones. Yeah, I got super lucky. It was like that point in time that I just because yeah, there were there was all these things in it. New York and L.A. about like you know suspicion. Spend rent, do mm -hmm. this, do that. Moratoriums. Yeah, and yep. in Florida, like a lot of us were looking around, like with the state aid mixed with the federal aid, we're getting like six hundred a month. That's almost almost everyone I know that was their rent, if not their rent was less, right? Than six hundred dollars, and they were getting that every week. So, mm -hmm. like in Florida, especially my friends, because you know we're all poor comics, so we all live in kind of dumpy places. Yeah, they were all just like, "Fuck, we're good." Like, yeah. Oh. Well, and if you had like reasonable rent here in the city, you were chilling too because yeah. we were getting like a thousand bucks a week. Jesus. Yeah. So we were like, you guys were all right. Yeah. We were, we were chilling. Like, unless you were kind of like highballed unless, yourself. Yeah. And you're unless like, you overextended. Yeah. And you were relying on those commission checks from your trading job. Then, exactly. And you were like, oh shit. Oh, whoops. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> so you were good. You were yeah. just in Arizona. Just chilling. And then I started my YouTube channel and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make these like comedy cocktail videos. From home and like just like the tooch, just like the tooch, except for mine are like so dumb. <laughs> like I like splice in little images. Of course, you like <laughs> it's so stupid. No, it's fun. Um, but I like it. I think yeah. it's fun. And so yeah, that was kind of how I used myself creatively. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> but it's just. When did you – so this is – so many roads I want to go down. And that's why I love doing the show because we obviously are going to get into some of your crazy stories that you have. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But Jeez. I find that – like that whole idea that it was starting to happen and yeah. then it was just gone. Like I don't mean to keep bringing it up because no. it's kind of a shitty point. But at the same time, it's like it was right there. It was right there, dude. I like – and and I don't even think – it was just me like for a lot of us yeah. our dreams were so close we could taste them like we could smell them like bacon through a midtown apartment kind of thing like yeah. it was so close one of my friends got cast on broadway like that february that and they're like wait down. we start rehearsal in march and like over. a year later like you're probably not going to get that part back. Like no. They're going to have to re-audition everybody, like see who's gained weight, you know, shit like that. 
and show business. We show business. And but I have found that like through the years of performing and doing comedy and everything like that. And I've been in I don't know if you've ever been in a place like this where I'm like, I don't think I can be funny anymore. Yeah, all the time. Like, I don't th- I think I've lost I've been on stage thinking <laughs> there's nothing I'm there's not funny. nothing funny in the world. Yeah, like you're like everything is bleak and awful and just bombing and, and I'm like so am I. I guess I'm not I guess this I picked the wrong thing. <laughs> I would love to see someone on stage though like watching stand up and be like I guess I'm I'm not funny <laughs> like well, to I've, see them realize it. I've had it before where I've done shows like especially in Florida cuz the open mics are like shows cuz people come out and stuff. Yeah. And you'll see like three comics ahead of you and everyone's just bombing. And yeah, oh, yeah. You literally think to yourself like there's nothing I could I could pull out my best material and I, I, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to work. Mm-hmm. That was there was a show. Get up the, there anyway. Right. There was a show at the stand the other night and everyone it was like a late show on a weeknight and everyone was just kind of eating it. Yeah. And then friend of the show, Dan Lamore had a couple of pops and went up there okay. super loosey goosey. Fucking murder. Yeah. Crushed. Look at you, Dan. And then, and then, you know, the next comic went up. Not so much. And I was just like that. Okay. Five comics, all great comics, all paid regulars, all have credits to their name, all are doing huge things. Mm. And out of the five of them, only one of them got through to this audience. Yeah. And it's like, that's it's amazing. Insane. Yeah. So, yes, I have been in those points in my life where I'm like, I guess nothing's funny. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I've never been funny. And maybe like, you know what I mean? You're like, I People just are being polite. Yeah. Maybe this whole time people have been. I'm a fraud. Yeah. I've been faking it this whole time and everyone's been so nice to me, but no more. And I've, I've gone through those phases, but I always know that like, I'm like, this is what I meant to do. Yeah. So as long as I keep either doing it I'm gonna be doing stand up when I'm like 85 years old Hell yeah. like I'm I'm gonna be doing comedy even in like a bedridden I'll be like <laughs> let me tell you about you the guys, time guess what happened the other week give me a pack of palm oils <laughs> when my nurse came in a hunk of a man I'm like grandma shut up I'd be like and a tush oh my lord the tush the, the tush, tush on this guy the girls girls it's all about the tush you don't gotta worry about the face or the arms or anything just the, the tush <laughs> so I actually like that you said that. Not about, well, about the tissue, but before that. <laughs> There's a, a part of, like, between the imposter syndrome and then my sheer competitiveness. Mm-hmm. When everything happened and so many people were moving out of the city and stuff, I remember looking at Savannah being like, well, good. Rent's going to be cheaper when we go. And people were like, are you still going to go? It's like, yeah, there is no plan B. If you have yeah. a plan B, there is no plan A. Like, this is, this is what's happening. Yep. And... There's a part of me that feels terrible for people who are like, yeah, I had like everything was dashed and I had to move. But then there's the athlete competitive part of me that's like, then you didn't want it enough. Then yeah. You didn't care enough. Yeah. And you can't you can't say, oh, no, you don't, you don't know me. Like, I, I really wanted this, but I just couldn't do it. It's like, yeah, you could. Yes, you could. And the like those thoughts to me don't go together. Like, I really wanted it, but I just couldn't. It's not I'm like, that's not a. Yeah, to me that exists we work, in my brain. We work with people who make very good money, mm-hmm. and most of them don't speak fluent English. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I say that to say, like, if you, yeah, if you want it, yeah, if you're a well, if you fucking want to do show business yeah. and you're a well articulated person, yeah. 
You could get a job to survive in New York yeah. while you're doing your thing. Exactly. Well, and I don't know. I think we may have talked about this, but if I'm not pursuing anything like creatively comedy, like anything die. like that, I get so depressed. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not being facetious. Like I literally am like, what's the point, what's the point? anymore? What's the point in anything? Like, that's what I, happened when I got sober. I was going to meetings. I was going to the gym and I was working two jobs and I called my sponsor and I said, I'm I'm checking out. I'm dying. Like either I'm going to start drinking again or I'm going to kill myself, which yeah. isn't an idle threat. Like, no. I'm like this is not going to work. Yeah. And that's when he pointed out he was like you got to find something you have to find something you're passionate about. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, I should go back to doing stand up." And yeah. then that's when everything changed. There you go, bud. And now you're here, you're in New York City, you're doing stand up all the time. What? No, yeah. not all the time. You're you're a- I mainly am just like a professional fan. I just hang out at the stand <laughs> and like that's nothing wrong with that. Other comics who are much more successful than I. Am. <laughs> you but, got to, you know. Yeah. With the esteem, the self-esteem. Right? Yeah, you got to dunk. When did you <laughs> – let's get back to college Yeah. at lacrosse, oh. U of W lacrosse. Yep. When, were you a big uh, party partier then? Were you more reserved? Like what led – what led to you going to that – you mentioned it was just a school that you got into, so that's where you wanted to go, but – Yeah, it was the best school that I got into. Okay. So I was like, yep, yeah, let's – Let's do, do they, that. Do they market it as like, oh, it's the sister school of Yeah, Wisconsin? it's kind of like the... Because everyone knows Madison. Right, everyone knows Madison. So, like, the school I went to is kind of where if you don't want to go to, like, a, I guess, big city school, like, because Madison has, like, 40,000 students, if you want to go somewhere a little bit smaller, you go where I went. Or if you didn't have the grades to get into Madison, you go where I went. See, I never... So Madison's like a party the, school. I never really... Madison is a party school. And when I was 16, I went to a frat party there. And I t- had like my first like five-story beer bong. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing they you do there. You said my first. Like, my it's first. Like a, oh, yeah, I've done it multiple uh, times. So it happens. Well, you say it like it's a natural occurrence for everybody. I have never <laughs> done a beer bong longer than my arm. Yeah, uh, they built it along the side of that's why you need the good grades for that engineering well that's exactly it well and i don't even know so you were 16 yeah well we grew up i grew up just outside of madison so it was like a 10 minute drive yeah to go and we would pretend like we were college students of course and they were like oh what dorm are you in and we like didn't know any of the dorms do some research like we didn't think anybody would ask us they're like who asks people that it seems like a very weird question. Um, I understand the wanting to party at 16, and I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. But now being 33 and seeing a lot of the stuff that's going on, there's a part of me that's like, you're a dickhead. Oh, yeah. Because there's these 18, 19, 20-year-old boys who think you're 18, 19, I 20. I know. Who are like, what's up? I'm yeah. not a bouncer. I'm not here to check IDs. Right. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. You want a beer? Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, but I was pretty dick. I know, I know. But like, it wasn't. Uh, it's it sounds stupid, but it wasn't like that. Like, I went there because my friends were like, "Oh, let's go check out some yeah. parties." Not like, "Let's go hook up with dudes" or "Let's go no, get I drunk." Get it. it was just kind of like, uh, "Oh, let's go like see some college parties." Yeah, like, I had a very funny comedian, Morgan Gallo, on. Uh, she's a Florida comic, and she talked about how she grew up in Colorado, right outside of Boulder. Yeah. So same thing. A lot of her friends. She got along better with guys and girls, so a lot of her friends were dudes, and they were all, you know, some of them were at the college, and so she would go hang out with them. And as you're saying, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I want to go hang out with my friends. Exactly. 
and but you know, still. but still, yeah, we're lying about what dorm we live God. in. And shit. It was, yeah, uh, but it was. Just see Chris Hansen come around the corner. Hey, guys, <laughs> guys, you want to take a seat? You want to take a seat here? Ugh. I've got like pigtails. <laughs> All, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, I swear to God. No, she did not have those pigtails before. So were you so it sounds like you were a big fan of drinking. Well, yeah. When did when did you start drinking? Like when did you first start drinking? I think my first party was in high school. I was like seventeen and had like my first beer and I was like, This shit's awful. So I when do you were like- si- when you were sixteen going to Madison, you weren't you were. Yeah, just I think more I would maybe out. have like a a beer, a okay. drink, yeah. but it wasn't again. You there, so though. you really were just going there to just kind of see what it was, what was yeah. going on. And I'm like, this sounds fun. Yeah, like, yeah. let's let's go do that. Um, then 17, I actually got drunk. Yeah, at a party. Yeah, you did. And I got caught by my parents because, or my mom, because I, you know, gotten home. Like somebody drove me home. I was apparently like running up and down the stairs at home in, in our house you don't do that Why not, would not I do at that? night we're trying to sleep <laughs> i know like in the middle of the night she's like i hear thump 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 like and just back and forth up and down the stairs my <laughs> uncle god rest his soul he used to do long distance trucking yeah and so when i would stay at my cousin's house like during the summer for like a week or two he'd get so mad because we didn't have stairs yeah so i didn't understand the concept of the stairs <laughs> and their bedroom was right under the stairs oh that's never like good. you know what i mean like yeah. it was positioned like catty corner so the stairs kind of were above it. it yeah and so he'd get he'd be like stop running up and down the stairs i'm yeah. trying to sleep because oh. he slept during the day because he did long long distance Poor trucking at guy. Night. yeah so and so yeah when you say i came home and started Kinda running like up that. and down the stairs i was like the fuck's wrong with I, you? I know i that got, was a no-no i know i got problems uh but yeah then i went to college and what way was your mom like furious where did you get in trouble were you Ooh. vomiting like what happened yeah well i came downstairs and my stepdad he's one of the best people I know. He was like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, this is the next day. Yeah, next day. And I was like, not oh, great. And yeah, they were they were not happy. Uh, but, but they didn't. They sound like they weren't like super pissed. No, like they. I think they realized that I was 17 and I was yeah. probably going to pull some shit like this. But I was like always a really good student. You know, like I was captain of the track team. Like, you know, I, I kept it together pretty yeah. much all the time. And then, you know. I used to do this bit about people who did like swimming and track and field and stuff. Yeah. Cause I was like, those aren't sports and people get so mad. And I go, well, I mean like if what you do is what I do to condition for my sport, <laughs> then you're exercising. Yeah. Our, our, uh, workout is your warm up yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's like, Hey, we're going to run around this track. It's like, all right, cool. Then what are we going to play? It's like, no, that's what we, we that's just run the around the thing. track. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Wasn't I just hearing you say though that like cardio is your nightmare? Yeah. Well, I'm a powerlifter now, so yeah, I hate powerlifter. I'm, I'm a man of the people. Powerlifter. But that joke never played. No. As you can imagine, yeah, from your vigorous response to it. <laughs> Listen, I I get it. I get you it. You get it. I get it. Well, and I did gymnastics too, and I remember I there you go sprained my ankle, and like that's some serious sport. Yeah. Like. And My older to, sister did it, and then she she literally like broke her back. Oh shit! Doing, she okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's fine now. I think it Damn. was just I think it was more like a hyperextension. But you know, when you're a kid, you're like, she broke her back. Broke her back. Um, Damn. Doing an aerial. Ooh, okay. For those of you listening, that is a hands-free. 
cartwheel, somersault, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think it's a hands-free cartwheel. Yeah, I remember my uh, my older sister got far, but she was too tall to do gymnastics. Ah, uh, like, she's like five six, five. That'll seven. get you. Yeah. Yep. But she got she got to like yeah. level five or six or something crazy, and oh, then yeah, broke her back. Just fucking Straight broke up it. Broke her back. Damn. Like, yeah, I think it was just like a pulled muscle. But I was like, she broke it. She's like, and they're like, walk it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So you did gymnastics track. And you weren't much of a, you kept it together yeah, enough. Because I've had people on this podcast, and like, yeah, I started drinking at like 12 and dropped out of high school by the time I was 17. There, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Damn. Um, so did you, when you got to college, was it like go time or? Eh, yes and no. Like, I mean, I like, was still like focused on making Dean's List every semester. Like, I still worked. No. I know. No wonder you did sketch comedy, you fucking nerd. <laughs> huge nerd. And I was like, it was really important to me to do well in college so I could get a good job. Yeah. You know, and it was, yeah, but like, we, you know, we go to parties and whatever else and hang out with like the swimmers and things like that. But it was, oh, we did make a beer bong out of two Pringles cans taped together. Interesting. Which doesn't work. I was going to say, that's pretty porous. They probably just. Yeah, no, apart. And it's, it's like huge holes. So you just dump beer. You might as well. You just, might as well just drink the beer. Just drink a beer or dump it all over somebody's face because, you know, you're standing elevated and they're down. Yeah, you did it. Uh, but yeah, it, no, it was uh, important to me to do well in college, but yeah. I was also working and I was bartending throughout college. Is that when you started bartending? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Did you love it or did you hate it? When you I started? loved it. I thought yeah. it was a great time. It's Every, weird like, in the service industry. There, I've had people who were like, yeah, I, I tried to get a job waiting tables and I just couldn't do it. And I was like, eh, you obviously don't have that thing. Well, and that's. That's it too. And like, I think that's one of the things that I love about the industry is that like you get all the attention and like, yeah, you get all the bullshit that comes with it. But if you get like a good night or whatever, you're like a little celebrity down there and everyone's like laughing at your jokes and they're like, ah, we love you. Here's a bunch of money. Especially in New York, like some of the tables, some of the people I've met, I've been here. I've been at the restaurant we work at together Mm -hmm. for like a month, maybe. And I've had tables come in and it's like, of course, I always subtly, if they're cool, I always subtly drop the, yeah, I do comedy. Yeah. And I've had like industry people come in, like people, we're not going to name them, but. Ron Howard. They're very, very, there are some pretty up there people that come in there and I'm not phased by like, oh my God, it's a celebrity, but I'm kind of like. Hey, hey. <laughs> I do comedy if you need a comedy. Right? Yeah. If you need comedy, I got I it. I got it. <laughs> um, so it's super cool because, like you said, it's one of those things where it's like, you're in my house now. Yeah, this exactly. Is, I'm like, this house. is my party. You showed up to it. Yeah. But it's cool, too, because I, I don't know. I used to find it insulting when people were like, so what else do you do? Yeah. Because I always felt like it was kind of patronizing, like, oh, this it can't be. This isn't a job. Yeah. And I'm like, well. It is. I bought a house with this money, but it's. I got pushed into a different tax bracket here in New York because of this. Exactly because of this non, you know, not not real job. And I'm getting railed in taxes. Oh my god! Not real jobs. Yeah, I got to bend over and take it. It's it's rough, but I now that I'm like I now think of it as a compliment because people are like. We can tell you do something else. Yeah. Like we can tell by your That's presence it, yeah. here that you do something else. And and I'm like, yeah, do you want to you want to guess? What do you think I do? And people usually go like musical theater. Oh, really? Actress, I get actor uh, yeah. And I'm like, that's a really nice compliment for me because they're like, you got like 
you know, it. You get that shine in your eye, you yeah. know, like a sparkle. We got like stage presence, baby. Sta- exactly. And it's just stage presence. And That's I'm like, all it is. you know, what? I've rehearsed these jokes a thousand times on each and every Done single one of you. Didn't I always tell my tables and I can always tell which tables are, you know, well read. Mm hmm. Because whenever they're like, oh, like if they ever mention you're good at this or you're very outgoing or anything like that, I always just say 10,000 hours and talking about Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours. To yeah. Become like a professional. I say, yeah, I got my 10,000 hours. Oh, that's cute. You're a smart guy. You're a smart cookie. Well, I try to be. But it's funny because the tables that don't get it, I'm always like, oh, read a book. <laughs> Plebeians. <losers." laughs> How did you even find this place? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So I wanted to talk. The reason I asked if you started like raging in college was because you put on there the story about getting caught underage drinking. Well, I almost got caught. Yeah. Underage drinking. Yeah. So, so what happened with that? It was just a house party. Um, and, you know. Where is this house okay. party at? Is this back home or is this? Yeah. Back in Wisconsin. Okay. In college. And so this is in college, though. Yeah. Okay. And so we. Go is this, this are we home for the summer? The details. Are we Detail, home for the we summer? We need intricate details. Are we off no, campus like during school? I think it was definitely during the school year because okay. it was winter. All right. But yeah, it was just some weekend. Oh, see, so yeah, you guys have defined seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're going you're well, to learn. You're I, gonna yeah, learn. I know. I saw snow for the first, <laughs> like real snow for the first time the, uh, this week. It's cool. Did you have your little face like pushed up against the no, glass? No, like, I was outside Ooh. walking to the gym and then I saw the flurries coming down and then it was like actual legit. And I was like, it doesn't seem that cold for it to be snowing like this. Yeah. Did you put your tongue out and try to catch some? No, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, but it, like when I was in college, I could I could not. There's so many stories that I could probably not tell you what time of the year they happened in just because... It's all this. It's fucking a million. Degrees yeah, it's a really time. good time marker. Yeah, because you're like, nah, it was cold. I remember so. it was freezing outside. Yeah, yep, exactly. But yeah, so we were down there. I maybe had a beer, two beers, and all of a sudden the cops are there, and there's like 200 kids in this house, and someone's God. like, cops are here, and I was like, no, they're that is a fire that. hazard. It's yeah, of course, like it is. But we all saw what happened at Astro World. Oh my lord. God, I just keep on I'm just like saying you get 200 people in a room, cram them up like that. And then someone yells cops. Yeah, that's da- I'm 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 only half heartedly joke like that is dangerous. Like I've seen people get fucked up because of that. Well, and honestly, getting like trampled. Is that's what I'm saying. Terrifying. Just yeah. like, the idea of getting trampled. I asked Savannah, I go, how does how could that even happen? Like, how does that even? And she goes, well, imagine like you're in a crowd and then imagine like you're trying to push. But like it just getting tighter and t- and I. I got claustrophobic just thinking about it. And yeah. I'm not claustrophobic, but I was like, oh, my God, like I, I'm hyperventilating just thinking about that happening. Well, and then I start to think about like, OK, if somebody's body is on the ground, how do you not notice? How do you not notice? How do you walk over it or run on over it. on yeah. it anywhere? Like, how are we not all like hoisting this person up? It's just so weird to me that like it's even a thing that can happen. People are fucking but- yeah, it's nuts. But that didn't happen. Good. Not not this time. Nope. And so we all walked. I, I tried to make an inappropriate joke and it turned into us like, <laughs> how does this even happen? How is this even a thing? And yes. And like police reform. So <laughs> <laughs> and like we, we can talk about all this, Brennan. I got, I got all the time so, in the world. Cops show up. Cops show up. And we're all basically, they have every exit blocked including including all the windows speaking of police reform seriously and i'm like get a fucking hobby so 
they're at every exit. Get a job. Get a job. I'm wearing a uniform. Fucking You're not fooling bomb. anybody, asshole. <laughs> no one thinks you do anything. So Shout out Matt Fulshaw. That's a Matt Fulshaw joke. Have to get out the door. And we're basically waiting in line to get our underage drinking tickets. Yeah. And they've You're got everybody's out there. Everyone's waiting in line. And I'm like, I can't believe we're fucking waiting in line to get drinking tickets. This is such bullshit. And, and not the fun drinking tickets. No, to no, To get no. a free drink. Like, yep. You're getting the free Free drinks when you do a, an open mic or yeah. something. Those or you tickets. or you win tri- trivia, which is really fun. And then, so we're, we're standing in line and I'm like, listen, we're just going to like break off from this group, stand to the side for a little bit and then we're just going to walk away and my friends are like that's never going to work and I'm like they're not going to stop you who's yeah who's going to stop us and so I'm like look sad look really sad okay try get some tears going or something and we're just going to walk right down like it was like the driveway was kind of on the side of the house and we were all in the back getting our tickets yeah and I'm like we're just going to walk down this driveway look upset so we're walking down and this cop is passing us and my friends like got her head in her hands and I was like my parents are gonna kill me and so loudly you made it seem like you already got the ticket like I already got the ticket and I was like if we're walking they will think that we already have our tickets yeah why would they stop why yeah. would they stop us and I'm like oh it's in my other run just like jump into the bushes I done can't that. see me. My eyes are closed. <laughs> like, can't see me. <laughs> and now we have you for a resisting arrest. I mean, like, you still can't see me. How do you know? <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> so this was not your first run in with the police. Or this wasn't your last run in with the police, I um, should say. Yeah, it was probably the first, not the last. But yeah. You have been sobriety tested. Uh-huh. Which yep. we, we had a nice giggle about before we started recording. Super fun. Where was this at? Well, because you don't drive up here, do you? No, I don't drive. I don't drive ever. Um, I haven't driven like 10 years. But when I was in college, I was bartending and it was a night where like probably had like two beers. After you a lot of these stories, two beers. I seriously I get two beers deep and then I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to go drink the rest at home. Yeah. Like that's kind of always been my move is like, I'm just going to keep drinking at home oh, yeah, it's cheaper it's cheaper exactly and i'm like i've already had my decent time i showed up you know ha 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 awesome awesome yeah and then you just gotta show your face yeah i gotta show a your lot face. of times when i go to the stand after work that's because it's late yeah. and the shows have already started or they're wrapping up i just show up make sure a couple people see me yeah like, I'm here if anybody wants to talk about anything. If anybody wants to do the podcast, I'm here. I'm You're available. holding, like, office hours at yeah. the stand. Nobody's, like, nobody's talking to me. Nobody's interested in this guy. No? Turn it around. Have you seen this face? Are you sure? Heading home. Sure? All right, let's I'm go. I'm told I have very good stage presence, but I'm going to go home. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I feel like I've always just had shit to do. You know, yeah. like, either have homework or a project or whatever. And so I'm, like, on my way home. I get pulled over. And they're like, all right, where are you coming from? I worked at a bar called Animal House, which was a dive bar themed after the movie Animal House. Classic. Awesome. Okay, the Midwest, man. And so they pull me over. I don't have a front license plate, which I was like, I don't think I needed one. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know. Nothing in Florida. I didn't know I needed one. You can also have guns in our car. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) I think you can in Wisconsin, too. I think you can have, like, if you have a concealing carry. I I have no idea, but... So they get me out of the car. They're like, where are you coming from? I'm like, Animal House. And they're like, you working tonight? I was like, yeah, because it's been bar time. Like the bars have been closed for like an hour, hour and a half. 
and so like, the only reason you'd be out on the street coming from Animal House at that time was because you is you're working. And I was like, yep. And they're like, oh, we know your boss, Matt Allen. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. If That's I saying say. I'm not yeah, it's like, that. yeah, whatever. And you said it so fast, it'd be so hard for me <laughs> to find it to believe anyway. So. I was like, yeah, I bet you do. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to get you out and sobriety test you. And I was like, are you sure? That feels like a whole thing. So they're just doing, so they have a suspicion or are they just yeah, doing Yeah, I think they can like, like smell the beer on Okay. Me. And I was also like. that seems like, I am always like, now that I'm sober, when mm-hmm. I was in Florida, I'd be like, fucking Please pull me over. Please really? pull me over at two in the morning when I'm coming back from a show. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many times I would like pray to God and all things holy that I didn't get pulled over when I used to get hammered and drive home? Yeah. Now I'm like, please. Yeah. Please give me a reason to be like, can I help you, officer? Can I help you? Can I fucking help you? <laughs> please. But no one ever does. So that's why when you say you're coming from work, you only had like two beers. I'm like, why would they even? Well, and I have been pulled over just like and sobriety tested for just being, you know, sober, but just speeding. Yeah, you know, but just being because out it's late or being whatever, out late. Time, yep, exactly. Yeah. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh. Uh, so they sobriety test me, and the guy asked me to say the ABCs four words, no singing, no melody, no, no singing. singing. He's told you no singing. I was told no melody. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's really funny that the cop was like, no melody, and you're like, melody. What do you? <laughs> I didn't musical get past, theater kids. I, I didn't get past E until I started. Like, <laughs> oh doing, no, doing I didn't get past again. T. What happened when you got to T? Well, I was like, S-T. And he was like, all right, did you did you forget? And I was like, I don't rehearse it. Yeah. Like, I'm. what do you think? I'm- oh, you came at him. You're like, I don't fucking know. Do you know? Do you know? What do you think comes after T? And he was like. Trying to cheat. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, let me sing it. Let me sing it from the top. I got it. And he was like, no, line, no, no. Line. <laughs> The line. I'm like, actually, just hand me my script. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it down low, and the then sides, I'm gonna read. The from sides it. came late today. Okay, yeah, the, this listen. is on a PA. This is not on me. Absolutely. Like, I didn't get the email. Did you guys get the email? No, of course there not. There was no email. And what comes after T? <laughs> what comes after T? And I'm like, ah, I feel like I know this, but you know what? I don't have to explain myself to you, officer. And they're like, all right, do your walk the line, da da da. And I come back to him, and he's like, well, you failed your sobriety test. And I was like. I don't think so. And he was like, you did. How and did I was like, fail? because of the ABC thing? And he was like, he was like, listen, I could take you to jail. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, oh, but you're not gonna, are you, bitch? Like, as soon as he said could, I was like, yeah. You said that out loud? Or no, 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 no. I was like, mm-hmm. Did you do the the finger guns? Did you do <laughs> that? <laughs> he was like, you know what? Actually, yeah, get in the car. But he was like, we are going to give you a ride home, though. And I'm like, all right. I mean, like, maybe. The privilege. Maybe I had three beers. But <laughs> I was like, all right, well, thank you. And then I get in the back of the car, and they're plastic seats. I don't know if you know that. I'm very aware of that. <laughs> yeah, like. I figured you knew. But I was like, ooh, plastic. I was like, is this in case somebody shits up. themselves? And they're oh, like, yeah, kind of. Sure. And, and I'm like, I start doing, like, my top, my tight five. Oh, get the fuck out I swear out to here. God, I'm, like, back there. And I'm like, guys, I haven't done anything wrong ever in my life. I gave one blowjob. One time, and then never again. No, I've, I haven't seen a naked man ever. And they're like, what? "You're doing this today?" Yeah, oh, they're God. like, one of the cops is just like not looking back, and the other one is like, "What the hell is wrong with this chick?" Yeah, that's pretty. 
God. Yeah, they're like 21 years old, and they're like, oh, God. Oh, like, get out of our car. Yeah, get out. Yeah, but yeah, that's straight up. That's privilege, if I've ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wanna, any, any apologies you'd like? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, I was like, yes, to my parents about the blowjob joke. Uh, oh, I have. Okay. <laughs> oh, you meant to apologize for my privilege. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, oh, okay. yeah. You went a different direction. I missed right. those cues. <laughs> um, I'm very. Well, you mentioned that you've not seen a naked man since then, but yeah. you yourself have gotten naked. Yeah. Apparently at a holiday party. Oh, so I forgot about that one. I want to know what you're going to say when it comes to how much you drank at this place, because every single story has started with, I've had like a beer or maybe two <laughs> beers. Yeah. Well, and so, so this is in New York. So these, those are the stories that I'm like, I remember everything perfectly. Like yeah. I remember exactly how it happened. Um, except for the running up and down the stories. I don't remember that so much, but this one was a Christmas party for one of my old jobs. And is this in New York? In New York. Okay. Yep. So this, this, this batch of stories that we're going to get to all, I think pertain to New York. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to kind of string those all together. Yeah. And so this is a holiday party. We won't say where you were working, but where it was the service industry. I'm assuming a restaurant that I worked for. And these holiday parties, we would just get like, it would go nuts. What year is this? Maybe 2017. Okay, because I noticed in the past decade or so, especially corporate restaurants, because that's where I've worked most of the time, the holiday parties have gotten more and more strict. Like, no drinking, no alcohol. Like, it got to the point, like, last year, I think, for our holiday party for the breakfast place I worked at, like, we went to a place that didn't even serve alcohol. Yeah. Because they, they had got, like, so strict about it. But I remember when I first started working for Outback when I was, like, 18, back in, like, 2005, mm-hmm. uh, it was, like, open bar. We would oh, have yeah. it at the restaurant. People would get lit the fuck up. Exactly. And that's how this place does. It's, like, open bar. You know, eventually. We're like, celebrating yeah. all the hard work that we do all year exactly. long. We trays get this one party. Of, yeah. Trays of, like, Prosecco, trays of shots going around. Like, it's – and we, like, rent it's out, a privately like, the owned home. restaurant, right? Yes. That's why. And – we rent out like the whole, the whole bar, the whole place, and we do Wherever food and everything, out, yeah. and yeah, catered, um, God, yeah, the whole thing, and so it's super, super fun, and yes, uh, I drank aggressively that night, go. yeah, this and then like a one or two beer night, no, 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 it was like okay, like let's start off like drink prosecco, and then like oh gin and tonic, you know, yeah. ah, all right, shots of whiskey. Oh, like yeah, dude, like I had like from a death prosecco wish. Prosecco to gin. To oh, whiskey? it was I was a mess. I was like I don't know whatever. I'm a the, raging what's on this alcoholic, tray. and I don't do that. Yeah, like like I don't know. This tray's coming past. I guess I'll take some of this. But then yes, we made it to another bar and we're playing some game. I don't even remember what the game was, but I remember Tommy coming up to, like in his, you remember this distinctly. i remember this like it things are starting to get patchy yeah and then he's like amanda love you gotta put your shirt back on darling and i was like your irish bartender friend. yeah that was <laughs> i was like okay tommy so sorry about that like put my shirt back on so and you were then, just like, walking around shirt off shirt off yeah bra on get my bra on well yeah. I'm just exactly. saying. And then I like grabbed the mic from somebody who's trying to sing of karaoke. Did. And I'm like, Let's, I'll show you how to sing karaoke. This you guys ever give a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> well, one more time. Don't tell my mom. And <laughs> go into your tight five. <laughs> God. Yeah. So 
that was another time. Uh, but yeah, I've been very drunk sometimes and just mildly drunk other times. So when the pandemic hit, were you like, did you lean into boozing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I know you had mentioned earlier you were like writing and like drinking rosé by the pool. Yeah. I know you, uh, when we talked about it, you're like, yeah, I was in Arizona just drinking Marks all the time. Yeah, The tequila much. and Marks, was that in Arizona? Uh, no, that's usually out at the beach. So we'll go to the Rockaways every summer. Okay. And we'll, we'll take like a... <laughs> Are your are the beaches up here? This is gonna sound super ignorant, but no, I just no. don't know. Are the beaches up here like the beaches in the south, like where I'm from? Like yeah, but the, the water's colder. Yeah, but in the summertime, it's like it's yeah. like everyone goes. Everybody's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so we drive up there. It's maybe like an hour or something. We drive out to like Long Island, and then yeah. we'll yeah, super classy. And then and we'll put a cooler. We'll throw a bag of wine there in go. there. It's fucking tequila, Long Island. Like sangria, whatever it is. And we'll just love how you went with bag of wine. Not bag bottle. of wine. No, the bag fits in the cooler better. Yeah. And of course so, <laughs> and then we'll go to Rockaway Taco. Shots Shouts out Rockaway Taco. That's right, Rockaway Taco. The best tacos on the beach, baby. And we'll go over there, have shots of tequila, chase them with margaritas, and then um, you know, get on the train home. And everyone's how, like, "Look at these." How, yeah. How does that go? Well, like, it ends at about. It's not. So in Florida, like, obviously you have the risk of a DUI. And if you're smart, you Uber, mm-hmm. you know, that's safer yeah. or Lyft or whatever. But like, it's like a caravan style. But nobody lives, as far as my experience, we never live further than like 15, 20 minutes away from the beach. Yeah. So to get home, like, yeah, it's risky, but. You take the train most of the time. But that's what I'm saying is the train. The train's like a block from the beach. But it's an hour. Yeah. And you're but just it's like an hour to, on the train. Yeah, you're just drunk on the train. That's, but you know that's what? where I'm getting at. But if you're doing it right, you've got more drinks so you can keep drinking on the train. Okay. And maybe grab a top, grab a couple, make some tacos. new friends. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody, nobody cares. They're like that yeah, is something I have noticed. Kids, they're here, drunk. Yeah. Here we go. Nobody gives a shit. Neither. Nobody cares. No. I'm always so self conscious about like stuff I'm doing, and then I'm like, wait, nobody's even looking at me. No. Because I'm constantly looking at other people. Yeah. I don't know if that's the comic in me or the weirdo in me. But like the other day I got on the train and this girl uh, was looking at uh, her snatch mm-hmm. on her phone. Her snatch? Oh, I'm sorry. The Olympic lift. The snatch. Oh, God. I was like, maybe he means Snapchat? No. But no, she, okay. She had a video of her like, doing, the, doing a snatch. Got it, got it, got it. That's actually funny. I yeah, I was like, oh. Uh... Martha, then we're going to turn <laughs> that into a bit on stage. Can you, uh, can you send that to me, ma'am? She was, but I, I was just standing over her because I'm t- yeah, much taller. Tall. And I'm just like looking down and I was like, that's a clean snatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, like, you mean like. She looked up at me just like with that face of like. Nobody fucking talks fuck? to anybody yeah. on the train. I'm trying to be like charming, and it's yeah. like, oh, no, that's She's like, work. get away from me. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I mean, if I you're. I look cool in this. Yeah, you're like, I'm cool here. I'm the cool one, yeah. all right? I just went up to a stranger and told her she had a nice clean snatch. Yeah. She was clean, though. She, she, she <laughs> definitely works on it. <laughs> nice. Uh, but to your point, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody's watching. No. God, I'd like, be so self conscious, like, drunk on the train. And listen, I mean, like, if you have it in a brown paper bag, you're good. Yeah. You're Nobody's, good. Yeah, no one's, one's going to stop you. The cops can't even ask you what you're drinking because the label's covered. Oh, I don't you know if think that's, about it. Yeah, because it could be a Coke. Yeah, if it's the same in Florida or whatever it is, but like they don't. It's it is like not a, the same in Florida. Okay, I was like, it's a probable cause thing. Cops so you will can, knock that shit out of your hand in Florida. Ah, oh, like, that's some bullshit. Come on, here. be cool. But 
There's not 12.4 million people in fucking Jacksonville. (laughs) How many people are in Jacksonville? Like 987,000. And it's the biggest city as far as landmass in the entire country. Jeez. So it's like one person per square mile? It's it's something weird. A lot of space. (laughs) A lot of space. A lot of space. (laughs) Unlike here. Sprawling. I wanted to ask you about... uh, so I'm assuming this happened in New York um, because you put bodega. But this is also something fun you like to do. Which yeah. is get hammered and go shopping. Yeah, pretty much. Well, so what will usually happen is I'll be out with my friends. We'll be, you know, doing the debauchery thing that we debauchery. do. Debauchery? Debauchery? Debauchery. I've always debauchery. said debauchery. It's got an A in it. It's got a U in it. Maybe it is debauchery. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know how to say it. All right. For you, debauchery. 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 All right. Back on track. All right. So we'll be doing the the usual thing. We'll like go out to a nice dinner. Yeah, and the then, one or two beers. We've heard. And have one or two beers and then have everybody be like, you got to go. Like you have to leave this restaurant. We're like, okay, go. Cool, You've been it. kicked out of places before. I've been kicked out of places. Yeah. And like a casino, which everyone's like, how do you get kicked out of a casino? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. That's a great question. I'm going to tell you. Should I? Oh, I'll finish up this one, though. So I would we would go in. Eventually, somebody would want to buy cigarettes. We'd go into a bodega, buy cigarettes, and then I would see the bodega plants, which are cheap little plants that cost like $3. And they always have them like just sitting around. Just sitting around. And I usually don't 100% rem- remember buying these, but I'll put one up on the counter when they buy their cigarettes. And I'm like, and this too. And... And just put it on her tab. And I will wake up the next morning with a crumpled little bodega plant and like soil all over my purse. And I'm Fuck like, yeah. oh, I did it again. I did it again. And, uh, so I got a bunch of bodega plants in my apartment. They're thriving, by the way. Very good. Yeah. So tell, tell the Vegas story. Well, so how do you get kicked out of a casino? That's a great question. And it wasn't technically my fault. Because they give you drinks while you're gambling. And I was gambling. So. Naturally. So naturally none of this was my fault. And I'm hammered and gambling. So I'm playing blackjack. And they're like, okay, you know, you can check your cards. Just don't touch them. Like, yeah, got it. Got it. By this time I've had maybe like five gin and tonics. And I'm like, got it. No problem. You're not a big person either. No, I, I should never have five gin and tonics. I can have maybe like three before I'm like, oh, I'm drunk. So I can't remember what my cards were, obviously. So I pick them up and I look at them. And he's like, miss, you cannot touch your cards. And I'm like, oh, yes, sorry. You did say that before. I'm so sorry. I will not touch my cards. And then three seconds later, I'm like, what were my fucking cards again? And then I check them again. He was like, miss, do not touch your cards. Wait, why are you not allowed to touch your card? How are you supposed to know what you have? I think you're just supposed to remember, but like – Whatever was happening like at that blackjack table or what what the rules were, I'm not really sure. But I remember specifically him being like, don't touch your cards. Okay. We're going to ask you to leave. And I was like, oh, yeah, no problem, man. I just forgot what they were. No problem. And so I touch him again. And he was like, all right, like you're, you're done. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. And when I went to go say, wait a second, I smacked my gin and tonic all no! over the table. And he was like, like security was already standing behind me. And they're like, gotta go. And all my friends were like, come oh on, my God. Lundy. 
now we all have to leave. And I was like, you guys can stay. You can stay. You can <laughs> stay. stay. I got more vodka back in the room. God, so you got kicked out got of the casino. Kicked out, dude. In protest, you jumped your like, gin and tonic. Hey, be cool, baby. Dude. I would just smack the hole. We should change that. You threw it. You I threw, threw it. Drink. I splashed it in the in guy's protest. You said, fuck you. I was like, I drink. respect the service industry. We should splash fuck it with you. this a little bit, okay? <laughs> uh, I wanted to get to, we were talking about dumb purchases, like the bodega plants. Nope. You also tried to buy a Peloton. I did. Yeah, I got most of the way. I got. You uh, almost got a Peloton. I, I was so close, dude. I just couldn't figure out my credit card number. Yeah, how did that happen? I was like. Were you sitting at home like drunk just watching an infomercial or what happened? Yeah, I was like, I was probably sitting at home drunk, like scrolling through Instagram and they're like, oh, $300 off Peloton. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's buy it. And like. Is Noah with you? No. No, he would have shut that down so fast. I was going to say, where is your guardian angel or boyfriend? Probably working, trying to bring money home for our family. And you're about to burn it on a Peloton? (laughs) I'm about to spend $1,500 on a Peloton. They're so expensive. I know. It's a car. But think about it. You would never have to leave the house again. You. This is what always gets me. And I talked to Derek about this, who's a... Comedian here in New York. He runs a show at the stand, 23 and 1. He's we're gonna have him on the podcast. But he had done some time, and I, as have I. Um, he did more time than I did in jail. And we talked about this. I, I assumed that's what you meant yeah, by did we, time. He talked about <laughs> I was like, how Oh, you mean like tap dancing? How he was working out and stuff, and now like he does a, a fitness class now, and the whole hook is like cool. a, a prison style fitness con body. body weight. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's called con body. Um but I remember talking to him and I go, I had no motivation to work out when I was in jail. Mm-hmm. And we got into that conversation. But then I started thinking more deeply about it. And I was like, oh, if I ever made it, would I want to get an in-home gym? And then mm-hmm. I realized the reason why I lift so heavy and I lift so hard is because I'm trying, again, to get the attention of everyone around me. <laughs> no. So, That's why you do it? Well, I'm also well, one of the strongest people you've probably ever met. But uh, well, listen, listen. <laughs> I was like, but, I can press like 250, so you know, listen. maybe I'm the strongest person you've ever yeah. met. <laughs> but I started to think about it, and that's the same thing with the Peloton. Is people are like, my older sister Emily was like, oh, I'm gonna get a Peloton, and I was like, Yo. you can work out at home without a $1,500 Peloton. That's true. You could throw on like a YouTube video and do push-ups and sit-ups and all sorts, but you don't want to do that. So you think getting this $1,500 thing, you're going to be like, you know what? This is no longer a clothes rack. I'm going to start working out on this too. Well, okay. So I think it depends on like your style because you can definitely, you can do all the workouts at home. I used to do Insanity at home, if you've ever heard of that. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was doing like two of those workouts a day. It was awesome. It was Insanity. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy. Um, And I was also raw vegan at the time. So I was just like, (laughs) I was just cut. And Ah! it was great. But I like... But I enjoy spinning just so a lot. Just sick. Just tired all the time. Just, just, yeah, my hair is falling out. I'm kidding. I <laughs> my teeth make, are gray. I should not make fun of your lifestyle. No, are you still vegan? Funny. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Wait, what's the difference between raw vegan and vegan? You said um, I was raw vegan at the time. Yeah, raw vegan is basically you eat like raw fruits and vegetables. Like you don't eat really anything You're still cooked. vegan now though? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I retract my yuck. Yeah, so, <laughs> I did not mean to no, infringe on you it was or like, your lifestyle choices. <laughs> Anything that is 
like uh, has anything that you don't understand. So you could like look at granola bars, and if you don't understand, like what, Oreos, like, people are always like, "Oh, Oreos are vegan," but it's like you technically don't, they are. But like, there's no animal product in them. But like, there's that's some not, weird products in yeah. them. There's some chemicals in them for sure. There's a bunch of chemicals in there. And listen, I love good Oreo too. But yeah, it was all like apples, bananas, blueberries, spinach, broccoli, dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was ninety percent of it. Dick. <laughs> the, Europe, the European tour's back. Uh, <laughs> People ask me all the time if Dick is vegan, and I'm like, is a man an animal? I don't know. Yeah, a man's an animal. Okay, well then, well then, no. I Why guess don't you not. treat people like human beings instead of pieces of meat? <laughs> that's a callback. Uh, nobody's going to get that. That's so inside. <laughs> no, but, that's uh, inside. That's inside baseball. So you're raw vegan at the time. You're mm-hmm. shredded. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get on? Oh, yeah. We were talking about, yeah, the, Peloton. about the Peloton. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was like, I had my credit card like in my hand. I was like, yep, got it, got it. And then it was like, no error or like error on your yeah. credit card. And I was like, oh, so you entered sure? the security code wrong or the zip code I did something, something wrong. wrong. Yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck it. And oh, so you like, didn't even go back for a second chance? No, no, no. I was like, I was so close. I was like, yeah, and confirm. And they're like, no, no. Thank God. Honestly, thank God. Had, had you <laughs> no woken up the next so day? Mad. And had to explain to your partner, had to explain to yourself, hey, you're out $1,500. $1,500. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. It's not a little amount of money. That's not like, a small amount of money at all. Amount. Yeah. Especially, but. like, in a situation, God, I just couldn't imagine just being, like, like, in a situation on a whim. Like, I've dropped a few hundred dollars on a bar tab before and regretted it the next day. But to drop $1,500 drunkenly where you don't even remember and you try to use your car and it's like, this got declined. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. it takes mu- it takes a couple weeks to get the Peloton. So then yeah. you're going to pull it up and be like, what the fuck? What is I this? Did? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we're lucky I didn't adopt that cat either because I tried to do that. What too. cat? I don't know. I tried to adopt a cat too. Wait, tell that story. Probably the same night. I don't know. I was like, put in all my information. I was like, you yeah. You tried to adopt name- a cat online? Yeah. You can adopt an animal online? I yeah. thought you had to go to the shelter. No. You could just like go, you like enter in all of your uh, information and you're like, oh, that's Max. He's really cute. He's an old cat. Probably doesn't like being around children that much, but he's sleepy and affectionate. I'm like, that's my cat. All right, let's do this. And then, da, 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 and it got denied again? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you were fucking something up. I know. I was, the like, zip I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. What could you're it hammered. be? That might be <laughs> And they're like, we don't adopt cats to drunks. I'm like, oh, yeah, they listen. do. That's the main people who have cats. <laughs> Vinos, little wine heads. There you go. Um, this was fun. This was fun. Thank you so much for how, coming. I was like, how long have I been here? You've been here for a while. We're like at an hour hours. 15 almost. So okay. we're going to cut it there. We do have some more stories. So we'll have you back on the show. Yay. Plug everything one more time. Yeah, so the podcast, the YouTube channel, all that. Yep, the Monday Morning Happy Hour podcast, uh, the Slightly Bitter YouTube channel, and the eighty six podcast, uh, which is uh, not making more episodes, but still up. And yeah, boom, That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I was for like, joining do you us. know? Do you know my stuff? I have Can no you idea. tell? Okay. Uh, everybody, right. thank you so much for listening. Brennan yeah. T Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the merch store. Get your ex-drinking buddy merch before the holidays. Get your hoodie so you can wear your leather jacket yeah, over it and be like yeah. the coolest guy. Goddamn right. Um, thank you again, everyone, for listening. Check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Brennan And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.